Hi there, my name's Adam Parr. I'm the podcast host, the Parr City Podcast. In this podcast, you'll be listening to me connect with people from different walks of life, from the military to people in the music industry to people in the self-help industry and many other areas of life. In this podcast, I'll be talking about topics from self-help, mental health, motivation, spirituality, mindset, society, current affairs, and much, much more. If you enjoy this podcast, please subscribe, share, and let me know your feedback. My main intention on this podcast is to have a positive impact. For you, the the listener, to take something positive from it, to apply something positive into your life from this. Now, with without further ado, let's get into this podcast and enjoy. Hi, welcome to this podcast. In this episode, I'm joined by Andris Lagston. Andris is the owner of Baking Steel. He talks about his entrepreneurship journey and the product that he made. Then we talk about mindset, motivation, success, and much more. Now, sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode. Tuning in, trying to find out how to win. Go along and tell a friend. Marathon, you know the game. Keep on running, never end. Getting better, make a man. Adam got it, Adam got it, Adam got it, Adam got it. Possibility. Andreas, it's um, it's great to have you on the podcast today. How are you doing? Hey, I'm doing great. And how are you doing? No, good, good. Yeah, uh, I'm doing really well, thank you. Very nice. It's um, it's great to have you on, and um, I really appreciate it. And um. I just kind of thought I'd start out by kind of asking how you kind of got into what you do because I see um, from you know what you do in your your uh, Instagram is like you have these steel plates if that's correct and, and grills that bake pizza and many other awesome foods. Yeah, because like, I say I've not seen anything else like that. Thanks, Adam. Um, so it's interesting. I was in the food business out of like this, I'm gonna date myself now, but I was in the food business, you know, my young 20s. Um, I worked in restaurants, I worked, and I just, I love the vibe in a restaurant. Um, I studied culinary arts, I studied restaurant management. So I, and I worked in all different capacities. I loved it, just really enjoyed it. Um, But as I got older, I was doing more, you know, management. And um, I worked with this great chef. His name is Todd English in the Boston area. You know, he's like a celebrity chef. And I was originally hired making pizzas for him. But then we, I kind of evolved onto his management team. And so I really got a great understanding of numbers of the restaurant industry as we were trying to, you know, create some business plans. And our places were always jam-packed. So doing business plans for someone like that is pretty easy. You know, you Want, you can check the box for 100% capacity, pretty easy. Um, 
so I was doing business plans for those. And I realized, man, like in a perfect world, um, the restaurant can be busy and do really well, but man, there's not a lot of margin. And I just thought, man, I'm not taught in the kitchen. So I had to take a break. So I literally took a time out. Like I was thinking about my future and my life. And I just took a break from the restaurant industry. Uh, my dad's an entrepreneur. So I grew up around him and his business throughout my entire life. And I never thought that I'd be back there as an adult, but there I was close to 30 and I had some world experience. I thought I could help grow his business. So I, my brother was there working there and um, about 20 or 30 other guys. So I thought, huh, maybe dad's got a pretty good thing going after all, right? So there I was, um, he makes products made out of steel. And so his customer base would be um, Caterpillar. In fact, in England, there's a company called yeah. JCB, familiar with those yeah. guys? We ship yeah. a lot overseas there and um, New Holland, which is an Italian. So anyway, he's, he makes products for backhoes, product that he created and had um, you know patented and et cetera. So it's made out of steel, mostly, and a little bit of rubber. And I've been trying to help build that business. My, you know, crushed it with the original equipment manufacturers and et cetera, trying to build that brand, if you will, but more about his business. And I've been doing that for 15 or so years, but I'm a foodie, right? So, um, and throughout that 15 years, I obviously I continued cooking at home, making pizzas, et cetera. But, um, one night at the office, I'm reading the Wall Street Journal um, and I'm looking for something different in my life. And I'm reading the Wall Street Journal about the launch of this new cookbook being written called The Modernist Cuisine and written by a scientist, Nathan Mirvold, who is a, um, a former Microsoft executive. You can imagine this guy, um, literally a genius, retired Microsoft for a few billion reasons, as you can imagine, <laughs> and uh, decided to open up these test kitchens. So now you've got this scientist studying food who's really passionate about food. And he wrote this five volume series, beautifully written. The photography is stunning. And as a foodie, I'm thought, wow, what a great idea for a book. And so um, it was 500 bucks, maybe 600 bucks for a copy of it for five volumes. I'm like, uh, I'm not gonna splurge for that. But anyway, it's interesting. The Wall Street Journal peppered some questions um, to Nathan and. The third question was how to create a Neapolitan style pizza in a home environment. And my eyeballs kind of blew out of my head at that point because I, I, you know, I had pizza stones, I had broken pizza stones. I have incredible recipes that I would make that were great in a wood-fired oven, but not so great in a home environment. And so when they asked him that question, I was like, yeah, how do you do it there, Mr. Hotshot, you know, Mr. Scientist? And he literally said to Google, your local steel shop and cut out some steel for a shelf. So I literally said like, holy fuck, you gotta be kidding me. So I ran out to my plant. I grabbed a piece of steel that we use for Caterpillar components. I brought it home that weekend and I made pizza. And for any of you listeners that make pizza at home, you know, we struggle with a crispy crust. And for the first time, literally in like six or seven minutes, I had a crispy crust. I was blown away. So I went back to my office on Monday, told my brother and my father to sit down. I've got another product idea. <laughs> I, told them, I told them what it was. And they basically told me to go back to my office. You know, good idea, but we're a construction company. 
good luck trying to sell that thing. So in any case, I shelved it for a year. Um, but I'm an entrepreneur at heart. I've you know, started other business before. And um, this one, this idea just would not go away. I just kept on it, kept thinking about it. So literally, and we were too busy, by the way, to even introduce something like this. But I knew we had a million dollars worth of equipment that could produce it. So eight or nine months later, I started making some prototypes and sending them to friends. And wouldn't you know it, I'm getting the same feedback that I received from them. So anyway, fast track a year and a half later, uh, in 2012, I kickstarted it. Um, and it was more for the eyeballs. I believed in the product, but you know, it's scary, man. You know, <laughs> trying to introduce something that no one has ever done before. Um, I, I needed a sanity check. And so I went on Kickstarter with the really humble um, goal of trying to reach $3,000 in sales. And wouldn't you know it, we hit that in 24 hours. And, you know, fast track 30 days, man, we sold 500 units and raised about 40 grand. Um, I was kind of blown away, to be honest. Uh, the good news is I've got a manufacturing background and my brother, you know, we're, that's what we do. So we were able to crank them out before our deadline. And, uh, you know, that was 2012 and it's still going strong today. You know, it's obviously a lot has happened between now, now and then. Like I, in 2018, I spun off from my family business and became Baking Steel LLC. Um, our whole business is created around, you know, it's an e-commerce business created around educating people. And what you, you know, we, we met on Instagram I'm always just slinging pizzas and showing people how to make beautiful pizzas and almost to a fault. Like people, I've had people in my zoom classes during COVID making, I'm making pizzas. I'm teaching how to make pizzas. They ask me what I'm making my pizza on. You know, they don't even know that I'm the baking steel guy. Like that's, but that's always been my sales pitch. It's about education first. Um, the sales will come later. So I'm really strong believer. That's like the Gary V kind of crush it. Yeah, yeah. 2010 kind of mentality is just educate, educate, educate. And I've really um, been strong advocate of, of doing just that. Um, and it's helped grow on our Instagram. And, um, you know, really we've dialed in home pizza too, by the way, which is amazing because it doesn't get old, man. <laughs> it's just wow. making pizzas at all, you know, and realizing our product does way more than just pizza as well. So it's been pretty fascinating. And then, then there's the whole, you know, side that you and I had talked about before, the whole entrepreneur side, the spiritual side of being an entrepreneur. And it's hard, man. It's a, it's a lonely, it's a lonely business. Um, I've got a few people that I work with now. We're trying to build our team. Um, but with, you know, with COVID hitting, et cetera, it's been, it's tough. You know, mindset is a huge aspect of what we do in trying to build a brand. So anyway, that's my, my story. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 it's, it's awesome. And I, I really, you know, love your products. And I love that, you know, like you said, your, you know, you, your family members didn't really agree on, you know, this kind of working out to begin with. And you was able to like, you know, kind of still carry that through, you know, like a year later. And yeah, you kind that's of saw, hard. Yeah. God, you, I still remember it, man. That's a great point. So many of us sit on ideas and we wait for it to be perfect. And um, I remember the entire process. And the first 
six months just scared out of my mind. Like, there's no way people are gonna like this thing. Um, so we go through that and it's really just internal struggles. That's all we have, right? Mm-hmm. It made no mm-hmm. sense. I was just playing it out in my mind. What if I launch this thing and nobody buys it, right? Mm-hmm. Or that's the micro. What The way I finally started looking at things is what if I'm, and I had young kids at the time, what if I'm 60 years old or 70 years old and I look back to that time I had that idea and I decided mm-hmm. not to do anything about it. Like that would really hurt. That would sting. Um, yeah. I didn't want to be that guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be the guy that tried and, you know, yeah. gave it an effort, got in the arena. Um, so big. And so I urge anybody that's, you know, thinking about something, just go for it, man. Like, it doesn't have to be perfect. You know, just, just go, take that first step. Huge. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I love that. And I agree. And I think, like, like you said, is that kind of, wall it's like that your own wall that you kind of build and you're kind of up against that wall isn't it and yeah i think you think you think about it you think about it too much you can almost talk yourself out of doing it and i think you know with the podcast i i had this idea of this for about two years wow and i I kind of had the idea and i remember saying to my mom i'm going to do a podcast and then time went by and then you know i was working in a hotel and I, i i found it hard to find the time to, to do it because the, you know the hours yeah um, but then COVID happened and I was like you know shall I just you know just do it kind of just jump, jump into it and I think it's great that you know you, you, you're doing it you did it you took, took that leap of faith almost and just trialed it out and like you said I think it's far worse to have that regret of not trying you, don't, you know you don't want to be that person big time it's a huge um it's a huge step. It's like a big, um, once you cross that line though, once you get into that, you know, I call it like the parallel universe. There's the universe where I'm not doing anything. I'm, I'm working my nine to five job. I'm making a paycheck, etc. But then I see, I see other people on that other side of things. They, you know, they took that leap. Um, it's really scary, but you know, once you get in there, it's almost like, okay, I took that leap and man, I haven't looked back since I still, pinch myself every day for saying, you know, great job for taking that leap. Um, it looks, if you look at my story, it just everything makes sense. It looks like it was easy, um, but it's not, man. It's like, it's, mm. it's a challenge, internal, you know, mindset. And mm. it's still today, still mm. like, it's, it's work. It's, it takes a lot of work to get up every day and be positive. And especially with what's going on today, you know, turn off the news, first of all, um, if you can, that's really important. But then too, just really focus on, you know, making yourself better and like in different categories, in fact, just do it. Uh, mm-hmm. And you will have no regrets. I mean, it's, and uh, just keep it, keep it moving. You know, keep moving forward. Yeah. So powerful. No, I, yeah, no, I agree with you. And I think, like you said, it's, like you said, it's having that kind of mindset. And like you said, that's where it all kind of starts, isn't it? With, you know, that, having that right mindset because with everything that's happening in the world, there's a lot of kind of conflicting things. And, you know, you know, it's not looking at the negative, not, not watching the news, um, you know, especially before you go to bed or first thing when you wake up. I mean, that's really a good point. point. Yeah, um, that's a great point. Um, uh, I, I think, in, in fact, the same day I started my business in 2018, it was April 1st, Easter Sunday. So it was April yeah. Fool's Day. It was... It was a long process, but I was finally able to like 
you know, separate from the family business. It's yeah. the same day I actually quit drinking alcohol. Um, I was yeah. scared out of my mind, starting a business with nothing and a family and a house. And um, I knew I had some historical data that I'd be okay maybe, but um, still really scary. So I just yeah. didn't, I didn't want any excuses for my mind, not for anything mm. else. But, you know, and for me, I was drinking too much alcohol, too much wine at night, et cetera. So I thought, hey, let's stop. You know, I was scared, but let's stop. And I haven't, you know, haven't looked back since. Now I can go to bed um, without passing out. I can, I can go to bed yeah. and think about my day and think about mindset and what I can do tomorrow to make myself even better. Um, those little things, those nuances that you can do, like your morning routines, so critical thinking to um, mm. be, you know, more powerful because the decks are stacked against you as a small business. I mean, it's not easy, as anybody knows. It's not going to be all, um, uh, it's, it's a tough journey, but stack, mm. make all these things that they stack into your favor, it makes mm. the journey so rewarding at the end of the day. Mm. Yeah, That's no, exactly. No, exactly. And I think, like you said, it's, uh, think about, you know, like you said, the, you know, tomorrow, how you're going to be better tomorrow and, you know, constantly improving, as you said. And I think, yeah. I bet as well, like with your product, it must feel very nice and positive that you're providing value to other people through what you do. And, you know, seeing other people buy your product and have a great time with their family and have good pizza and make, you know, good food of it. Yeah, I'm really grateful every single day. Um, one, we have a really great product. Like, I'm glad I listened to my gut and went forward because had I not, I would have missed all these experiences, right? I mean, mm. over the last five years, hands down, my life is just, you know, just a different level. And um, it's not financially, it's just a different level in, in satisfaction and mindset. Because I know now what I need to do to, you know, keep that strong. And I'm really grateful I have a great product, you know, and the yeah. customer feedback, we have the best customers in the world. Um, the, the way they post their enthusiasm of making, you know, incredible quality food in a home environment is, is mind blowing for people. And it speaks really great volumes for the product that we offer. And we're super lucky uh, and grateful for that, for that matter. Yeah. That's the case. No, exactly. And I, I think like as well, like pizza is like one of the most popular, you know, foods that there is. Like, yeah. you know, I don't know anyone who doesn't like pizza. Um, yeah. And I've worked in a lot of restaurants and hotels and been around a lot of different chefs. And I've, I've seen a lot of different pizzas that I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't eat that because of the dough. There's like a certain kind of skill to it. And, I, you know, I've worked in hotels where they've had the stone-based pizza and there's, you know, like, each of their own, whatever they want to use. But for me, I, I'm, I'm quite fussy. And I think there's kind of a skill just to get it right, isn't there? But yeah, I think that's a your, great your, point. your product kind of nails it from, from what, I, what I've seen on the images and the videos. Yeah, that's a great point. And, you know, that was a big thing. Like, you know, I took the Gary, I mean, I was literally, I was on the, I mean, one, we're making the steals at my family business, which is amazing, but it wasn't about just that. It was, okay, now you got the steal. That's one tool that you need to make epic pizza at home. So we studied like the different recipes because we knew dough, obviously when you have pizza, everyone knows this, the dough is critical, right? Mm. It's gotta have flavor. And one thing we realized is that, you know, not gonna knock anybody, but most pizzerias, not most, but a, a lot of them make their dough today um, for pizza tonight. 
And what we have found, and not, not me, but like my research, you know, studying like Kenji Lopez Alt or Peter Reinhardt or Tony Gemignani, these like big names in the pizza world, Chris Bianco, what they do, like why, what the great restaurant, pizza restaurants do is they ferment their dough for a minimum of 24 hours. So we've taken it a step further and said, well, I think Kenji or Peter Reinhardt said, what if we go three days and the flavor is now really robust and um, there's a few things going on, but incredible texture. So we tell folks when you buy the baking steel, oh, here's a, here's a recipe. Um, and if you're having pizza on Friday night, start your dough on Tuesday or Wednesday. Mm. That makes a huge difference. So now you've got this incredible dough using it on an incredible product in your home oven, making better than restaurant quality pizza at home, which is incredible. And I still say that today. It's, it's nuts. It's so good. Um, and that's, and, you know, there's a couple of added benefits to fermenting long fermented dough is that it breaks down glutens. It becomes easier on our system to digest. So it's healthier and just better. So baking steel, baking steel dough, man, doesn't get much better than that. Yeah. No, that's awesome. And I think like you said, during kind of like what's happening, more people are at home obviously as well. So it's like, you know, why not? You yeah. Know, good it's perfect. Good time yeah. as well. And It's a good timing. Yeah. I, and I think as well, like, um, well, I, I worked in one place and I remember they used to buy it in frozen, the dough. And I was like, this just, I was like, this is, I was like, no, I was like, no. You know, it's nice seeing people making it and everything. Don't just yeah. buy it, you know, but, uh, but yeah, but, yeah. Um, but I, I, as well, like, do you have a favorite kind of piece, like recipe, like recipe or favorite piece that you like? Do you have like a favorite? That's a great question. I am, um, you know, well, I like a really plain cheese. Um, so in other words, I will like take a, a nice three-day fermented dough using an organic flour um, and I'll use crushed tomatoes. I've been using these um, Bianco Di Napoli tomatoes, which are just beautiful, crushed with a little bit of salt. Mm. And then I just shred a little bit of, I shred my own cheese obviously for, for quality, but it's a little bit of low moisture, whole milk mozzarella. Um, that's it. Maybe some basil at the end. Yeah. Uh, it's just gorgeous. Simple, simple, simple. But um, man, it's the best pizza. I, do, I don't get tired of it. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm happy to share any recipes with anybody. Any, anybody yeah. You know, we're happy. Yeah. 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 No, of course, I'd be happy to. I, I can basically I can put that in, in the podcast as well. And that's I can great. let people know. And um as well, like, did you, I mean, I saw that you were in the Wall Street Journal and the Bon Appetit magazine as well. Yeah. Like, did you ever think that would ever happen? I mean, that, that's massive. Uh, yeah. Uh, never, never in my wildest dreams did I know that a product, like a year into this, we were in the Wall Street Journal, uh, you know, Bon Appetit, um, Food and Wine magazine, you know, and I'm, I'm leaving things out. I mean, but every major food um, anybody was covering food or pizza at home was covering this. And then, you know, authors, guys that are in the business of making pizza in their restaurants or at home, cookbook authors, all using our products and just love it. So it's been pretty fascinating for sure. Yeah. Um, it's incredible. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. But, uh, I love it. Yeah. No, I, I find it you know, really inspiring that, you know, you kind of like, you know, you know, people say, oh, it's not going to work out and, you know, you kind of shelved it. And I, I think, you know, you know, it's great that you've 
you know, pushed out your comfort zones, gone into the unknown and, you know, just gone out there to that leap of faith and, you know, you, it's kind of working wonders now. It's, um, yeah, it's, yeah, it's a different world, man. It's like, there's two worlds. There's one with me not doing this and there's one with me doing this. And mm. I like the one, I think I've learned a lot about myself and about, you know, mindset and, you know, getting out of that comfort zone. You got to mm. do it. If you want to grow, it's the only way. And I'm still trying to make, push that and make that happen right today. Yeah. And it's just, you need all the, you got to spend a lot of time every day on yourself and try to figure out, you know, what, um, what I can do better, you know, how, how other people do it. Like there's some people that are literally just crushing it in this environment. You know, what are they doing? You know, they sitting around at night drinking wine and hanging out, no chance. You know, they're, they're building their dreams. They're, they're visualizing it happening and then, um, you know, and then executing. It's, mm. it's a lot of work. It doesn't just happen for no reason. Um, mm. It takes a lot of, um, personal work for sure mm-hmm. great yeah yeah no i totally agree and i think that's a really good point as well like you know it's not just you know sitting back and waiting for it to happen that you know mindset of kind of seeing it happen and you know taking that necessary action as well and yeah. um i think like as well like do you to like kind of like round up do you have any like role models uh you know like professionally personally uh growing up or even now you know yeah, whether that's, that's in, the, in the food that's industry great. or yeah that's great and i think and then always evolving they say you are who you surround yourself with right and it's the five people that are closest to you and um obviously during COVID, it's it's tricky right you can't be close to anybody besides your family which is amazing <laughs> so I, I you know i look for mentors online and i belong to a group called arate which is part of this um uh, ed mylet on instagram he's an incredible in, and uh, i wouldn't say in, he's an inspiration but his, his he's in the he's in the trenches building his own you know, business and help and coaching yeah. others. This guy, Andy Priscilla, who's the CEO of First Form. Um, I really look up to these guys and the group that they've started of like-minded entrepreneurs to help, um, you know, help your mindset. And that's a lot of it, by the way, is taking care of yourself first. Like, who would have thought that? <laughs> right? <Yeah. laughs> um, literally take care of yourself and your mind and everything else will follow versus... The other way around, go, you know, showing up to work early and, and not taking care of yourself. Well, that's a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a tough road to go down. Whereas now my mindset is, okay, I, I try to take care of myself for the first couple of hours in the morning and then I can work on my brand because now I'm like, I can handle a lot more stress and you know, bring it on. I'm ready for mm-hmm. it. So it's, yeah. it's, it's been a shift for sure. Um, yeah. And then it's the little things, the micro things. It's no like, you know, earth shattering anything. It's just doing those little steps every single day and being consistent. Um, that's really the secret sauce. Mm. No pun intended there, the sauce. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I love that, Andreas. And I think like, like you said, it's that consistency as well. And those small bits, those kind of small things that kind of add up over time and how important they are as well. They stack up, they totally stack in your favor. Um, you know, doing whether it be yoga or push-ups or running or walking or exercising, you know, it's, it's a little bit every day and, you know, and visualizing a little bit every day. Always working on it though. You're always gonna be, you know, always gonna be punching. Because mm-hmm. it, and, and it's seven days a week too, by the way. And it's not, it's, mm-hmm. not, it's not Monday through Friday. You know, it's every single day, it's gotta be the same. 
obviously with families, things alter, but um, I have found that it's life. It's not a job, it's a lifestyle. And like, I gotta work on it every single day. And that's really important. I think in my, in my humble opinion, for me to be successful, my brand to be successful, um, you gotta, you know, work on those things. Mm. Yeah. No, I think that's really good points. Awesome. Yeah, that's, it's powerful. It's pretty powerful. And like as well, like where, where can people find you on social media? Um, ah, like great. website yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, that'd be awesome. So we are obviously on Instagram. We are at Baking Steel, B-A-K-I-N-G Steel. And we have our YouTube and Twitter and Facebook groups as well. That same thing, Baking Steel. Um, we do most of our sales. We built our own Shopify site. Um, we actually just recently launched a UK shop, which is oh, nice. super exciting um, on Shopify. We're selling our original baking steel on Shopify in the UK. So anybody that orders today, it's shipping out tomorrow. So we're really fired up. I mean, the technology today is just so mind blowing that mm -hmm. we're able to, I, I couldn't do this business 10 years ago, right? Um, yeah. The e-commerce side of things, but build a brand, be consistent and uh, find us at baking steel. Pretty much anywhere yeah. and yeah. obviously no. you, can in, you can email me personally andrus at baking steel and i'm happy to answer any questions for you guys on on pizza making food in general or just life let me know yeah no right. awesome andrus it's really great and it, it, you know it's been a pleasure having you on the podcast and thanks adam I'll, 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 you're welcome and, I, and i'll promote your content and i'll put you know the descriptions in, in the in the bio and uh, I, I wish you all the you know further best in what you're doing and, Thanks, um, you too. You too, man. It's great. Congratulations on your on your show, and it's fascinating for you too. It's a big, right? No looking back now. I bet, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree. I really appreciate it. It's been it's been a journey, and I think it's whole, like you said, it's a big, massive process. And I, you know, I, I've learned a lot as a person through doing this, meeting different people, uh, mm -hmm. learning about I think patience as well. Yeah. Um, good word. Yeah, it's a good, powerful word. Really, I, right. yeah, and I, I've always kind of wanted to hit the ground running, and it doesn't really work like that. And I've kind of learned that through doing this as well. Yeah, there's some things you're just out of your control, um, but just again, take baby steps along the way, and um, yeah. magic will happen. Yeah, it's great. No, so, awesome. That's awesome. But great, no, Andrew, yeah, no, um, I'll stay in touch with you anyway, but um, I wish you, but um, have a great day. Yeah, thanks, man. If there's anything I can do for you too, let me know, okay? Yeah, yeah, no, of uh, course, I would. Thanks, Adam. You're welcome. Got it, Adam, got it, Adam, got it. Parsivity, 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 Tune in. Hi, I'd like to say a massive thank you for listening to the podcast. I really hope that you was able to take some positive value away from this episode. I'm also on YouTube at The Positivity Podcast. If you would like, share and comment or subscribe, it would really help my channel to grow. I'm also a certified and accredited life coach that helps people to live a more fulfilling life and to achieve their goals. Any questions, any feedback for my podcast, you can email me at thepositivitypodcast at gmail.com. And any inquiries for life coaching, goal setting or mentoring, 
please email me also at the same email address, thepositivepodcast at gmail.com. Now, I hope you have a great day and stay tuned for more episodes. Take care. Hi, I just thought I'd uh, make this announcement that I'm looking for someone to sponsor my podcast. If you would like to sponsor my podcast, um, please email me at thepositivitypodcast at gmail.com. And I'm also looking for, you know, people who want to advertise their content on my podcast as well also. Um, you know, we can talk more about it on a Zoom call or, you know, like a WhatsApp call or something. Um, you know, into the kind of uh, deeper side of like, you know, how much it's going to cost and this kind of thing. But I'm looking for people, you know, who have a business or a product or a website or, you know, something that they kind of want to promote. I'm happy to promote that on my podcast and I will do a pre-roll, mid-roll, end-roll. So I'll, you know, talk about what your product is and where people can find it, how much it is and, you know, deals and this kind of thing. So if you have a product or know anyone that has a product that they, you know, want to put out there and they want to gain more traction, please, please, please email me at thepositivepodcast at gmail.com. Even if it's an app, you know, you have an app that people are creating, um, a website, a pod, you know, or or another podcast, uh, please get in touch and let me know and I'll be happy to uh, look into it and promote it on my show. But uh, yeah. You know where to find me at the policy podcast at gmail.com. Thank you.